Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Carlene Savage, conflict resolution expert, founder of the Savage Theory of Resolution, and your host. In the next several episodes, I'm going to be sharing with you the Ten Commandments for Making Marriage Work. Not Ten Commandments that I found on the internet that seem to work. Not something that's trending, but something that's coming from a point of view of a conflict resolution expert, somebody who looks and studies conflict every day, somebody who works with divorce and custody and evictions and um, small claims and business. And these are the things, the threads that I found. If you want to make marriage work, what are the elements that you need to have? This is also coming from experience. Married for more than three decades and seeing the highs and lows and it's interesting with people in long-term marriages, when they say the highs and lows, it's like those are so cliche. High and low in marriage are so cliche. There has there have been things that have made me wonder if I was going to survive the next day because it was so crushing to my soul, to my heart, utter destruction. And it's something that is all-consuming. Those lows can be so low, you don't even know. I would think, I didn't even, I wasn't even gutter level. You know, I wasn't even in sewage level. I was below that. And that can be a low when you've lived with somebody for so long. And trying to make that work. And it's hard. And then your highs, your highs are nothing you thought they were when you were 16 years old. Your highs are coming from something that's rooted someplace. Someplace that you've never touched before. And, you know, I really had to go introspective and look at my life and go, what is marriage? And I shared that in a previous episode, my viewpoint on what is marriage? What should you be choosing? What should you be looking for? And um, I shared that in a previous episode, and it's a deep, soulful search and a deep, soulful view. But that's what happens when you've been married with highs and lows, as we call it, when you've been married decades. Um, But... I want to share some time and talk about what I see as the Ten Commandments to make marriage work. And as I've said, it's coming from a conflict conflict resolutions point of view and from a lot of experience of being married, um, having crushing blows and elevations in highs that I didn't even know were there. And so it is my first one is... One of the commandments of making marriage work is prayer. And it's fitting. Commandments, Moses, prayer, seems fitting. But I mean it in such a deep way. I used to teach a course on, it was called a prayer challenge. 
And it went something like this. If you want to, if you really want to change a life, pray for them for five minutes a day, every day for 30 days and see where that takes you. See where it takes them. And what happens is the first thing I hear when I taught and I shared this challenge was, it is so hard to pray for five minutes. And you are so right. It is. And then how does it not become redundant? How does it stay true, real, soulful, deep, celestial? How does your prayer do that? And that's what I used to share on. And um, that's an element that I share inside my, uh, my complete marriage program. But prayer is a commandment in making marriage work. It takes you outside of yourself. It makes you focus on somebody else. And it's interesting if we look at this from, a, from the outside perspective, when we hear the challenge, and it's a natural, normal challenge to go, I don't know what to say for five minutes. However, if I come from it from the opposite side, I'm going, wow, I can't think of stuff to talk about for five minutes about my spouse in a soulful, deep way. If that is the case, where does that mean my mind is gone, my heart is gone? Yes, it would be horrible if they passed, right? But am I waiting till then to feel it? Can I, can I not think about it until that time happens? And that's the question. What can you say? What can you pray? What can you hope for? What can you look at? How do you see them? How would God see them? What are their gifts? What are their talents? And how do you do it in such a way that it's not redundant and that it's real and it's fresh every day? Can you look at them every day for five minutes and say something new? There's the challenge. And if you can't, Get beyond, say, three days. That means 15 minutes. Then go deeper. Look at them deeper. See them. Imagine them. Imagine them real. Imagine them whole. Imagine them perfect. Because they are perfect. And they came into this world perfect. And I'm not talking about physical perfections. I'm talking about soulful perfections. They came to this world in perfection. Can you see them that way for a day, for five minutes? Can you see them whole for another day, for five minutes? Can you bless their life? What aspects of their life would need blessing? If you could wave a magic wand over them, what would you want for them? If you could tell them your deepest secrets, like in the way you actually think them in your head, all the good things about them, the way you think them in your head, instead of sometimes I'll fumble, like I'll think something and it'll go so eloquently in my head, and then I'll go to say it and it'll just 
stumble out and, you know, kind of limp. <laughs> and can I say that? Can I say the things of my heart, the secrets? Can I say that to him? What about healing? Do you know of anything that needs to be healed in them? Can you draw it out in words? Can you tell God the way you see it? Is there a pain that's been hurting them? Is there a fear that they're worried about? That you could pray away for them. Those are the things of prayer to make marriage work. Imagine what their life would look like, your life would look like, if you focused in that direction five minutes a day, every day, for 30 days. I did this for, and I would choose a person once a month, and I did it for a year and a half. It changed me. It changed that person. Sometimes I would think about, I would pray about things in their life, and suddenly they would coincidentally bring up that very same thing that I'd been praying about. Or they'd say, you know, I've been thinking about this bad experience that I keep remembering, and it feels different, like I'm not connected to it anymore. Those are the things that God works miracles with if we allow it. So, commandment, prayer to make marriage work. If you ever have a question, just ask.